Sonic Cybertron. And now it's resident show witness. It's this moment. Rise my podcast. Serve your new master well. Oh hell you Hey everybody, welcome to All Hail Unicron, episode 3. I'm your host, Oscar Alonzo. To my left is Justin T2RX6. Hey! And <laughs> to my right in that unruly cackle is the one, the only, Mr. Robert D. Oh, hello everybody. Sorry I couldn't make it last show. But uh, it's, it's weird. I'm used to saying, hey guys, I gotta do SEU tonight. Mm-hmm. And instead I'm like, I have to do a who... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate I like you. It. I gotta do. Uh-huh. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. And I not joining us tonight is uh, Mr. Deluxe himself. He is out with the wife, having a good date night with some friends, and they are Swingers. having a blast. You know, punch. yeah, they swapped keys. They did it. They, they they're going to. A- they're going to a club that roasts pugs. It's a swingers club mm-hmm. for short, short fat people that eat pugs and swing. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Goddamn it, Robert. <laughs> and we are three episodes in. And of course, by now, as you all know, Robert did not listen to last week's show at all. No, I didn't. Why? Listen to any show. I didn't listen. Why? No, I'm just saying. I'm just I'm making a point because you know uh, I bet if it was four dummies he'd be playing it, but you know. I can't stand <laughs> listening to that. You know it's funny I can't listen to it for dummies because I just make such an ass out of myself. I don't want to hear it again. It makes me sick. That's your fault. You're the one who did a show with the kingpin of crime. Bad oh, yeah. <sighs> he doesn't even react to his Facebook posts anymore. I even wrote on there. I'm like, you you killed Daredevil yet? You bullshit in there, kingpin. And all I got was Phil's. Phil, I call him Phil Stonk. Um, oh, yeah. Phil handles the Facebook for Nerd Rage. I know. Yeah, that's why. All you're going to get is Phil, Dinosaur Phil. Good, good old Phil's always like, hey, this is a great idea for Ask World. Use the Technobots to do techno music when you do Ask World. I'm like, that's a great idea. But I'm like, I don't got it in me to animate that right now. That I feel stole, bad. That guy stole from me. Did he? Yeah, he stole. What did he steal? Tennis ball. Oh God! He stole a tennis ball from me. It wasn't my tell him, tennis ball. If you told him where it's been, I'm sure we'll give it back. It's been it was, his ass. it was under my lower back, and then he stole it. Bastard! His ass. Never forgive him. It's called his lower should, back. You should never forgive him. Nope. I'm never gonna forgive Phil. Dinosaur. Phil. I'll always forgive Phil. He's got my love. What do you call a gay dinosaur? What? A lot of sore ass. <laughs> what do you call a lesbian dinosaur? A lick a lot of puss. Oh boy, <laughs> I shared those. I shared those memes that just screamed Robert in the in the Facebook chat. My favorite is the woman points to the stairs. What's upstairs? And the, <laughs> the real estate looks at her. Stairs don't talk. So, <laughs> it's like, hey, our neighbor died. Who? Ray? I don't think Sharon's appropriate, Karen. <laughs> right, yeah. My favorite one is the salesman, the car salesman, and the the the, the customers like no car, car 
cargo room? And he's like, no, cargo honk honk. <laughs> but what I saw was cargo space, and the guy goes, no, oh, cargo, right, cargo space. Yeah, oh, those were fucking oh, great. Cargo space, no cargo road. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get this ball rolling. Anybody got anything, Justin? Uh, let's see. I got four more pieces of Ecto one. Um, I got Magic isn't Square. Like, isn't that like a year's worth? Oh yeah, I got a ton now. I got ten more coming. They're like, hey, here's the special deal, and we can get it for a discount. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got those. Um, I got Magic Square. <clears throat> so, uh, ages three and up is like, we're sending your order. Thanks for being patient. I'm like, what order? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, Magic Square's uh, Perceptor. Right, 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 right. Because um, it was like. We're sending you deadly. I'm like, who the fuck is Magic Square Deadly? What did what Magic Square toy did I order? And yeah, I totally forgot that that was coming. So um, I got him. Uh, he's okay. He's decent in bot mode. Uh, I can't. I don't know. Maybe I'm losing my touch. But I was looking at the instructions. I'm like, I don't understand what the fuck it's asking uh, for. Like half the steps there. So I gotta sit down and actually look at it when I'm not supposed to be working or anything like that. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens there. So um, he seems like he's okay. I think that it looks like he has some issues where things like trying to tab them in don't necessarily look like they're gonna tab in very well. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. But that's all. That's all I got. But I mean, the the bot mode's pretty damn good. Yeah, the bot mode's great. I mean, and that's that's probably the most important part, right? Like that's the whole reason that I got him. So yeah, I'm okay with it. All right, so on. we'll see. Okay. Robert, what'd you get this week? Is that all you got, Justin? That's all I got. Uh, what did I get? All right. You know what's sad is I got to... I don't even want to say it. I'm scrolling through Bobby's feed to make sure I didn't miss anything. Isn't that lame? That yeah. is so lame. Pretty pretty bad. I have no self-respect. Okay. Um, I got... Did I say last time I was on that I got the Fallen? No, I don't think that. Fans, flame Toys Fallen? No. And uh, I really, really, I'm done with flame toys. I'm just not buying them anymore. They're extremely expensive. It's 400 bucks for this thing. And um, I mean, I don't like it. And um, it's basic. It really is. You'd say, oh, it's a retool of Tarn. It, It is like they just put like stuff on Tarn their tarn it's hard to explain you know but like all the stuff is there for tarn's excellent shoulder articulation but because of the extra boxy shoulder pieces they put over it he can't move his arms the way tarn could like i never had any issue with tarn's hands but they're on turns out they're on c clips like i never replaced his hands with the accessories but they're on c clips you know and um they come off i mean the the hands manipulate yeah the fingers move so i never had a reason to i don't even know if i you can switch out the hands but they're on c clips and this guy as soon as i try to move the fingers thumb will pop off its ball joint the hand will pop off you know um and that's unacceptable especially when like the way flame toys is like they're usually pretty tight friction joints and you really have to explore what moves because they usually have like Easter egg stuff, you know, but so you really have to move things around and feel it because you don't know what's just a tight joint and what isn't anything. Um, so his fucking hands is always popping off on me. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like just a little thing like that just 
got in the way of me enjoying that figure. I don't like the head sculpt. Just this, it's it just looks like Tarn's cosplaying as the Fallen. That's really what it looks like to me. <laughs> so I'm like, four hundred bucks? What am I doing to myself? Like, why? Like, come on! Like, I'm do I, I like I feel like I don't respect my own money that I make, and it makes me ashamed. It makes me sick of myself doing that. So I'm not buying any more flame toys. I'm not, you know, because that's this isn't the first strike for me. The first strike was um uh, was Victory Saber. You know, and that thing was a huge, even though it looks really cool. To get into a cool pose, you have to try to move the joints around. I never even got to fully explore the joints because it falls apart when you do it. Literally, the three large pieces. So I'm, I'm done with them. You know, it's just like saying I'm not going to buy any more Sentinel products because of their issues like that, build issues. It's Sentinel. It's the same company, same makers. So I'm done. I'm not going to waste my money. Um, but I got that. I got the Zeta. Um, Legends Aerial Bots, the first two, um, and I love them. It feels like it really feels like um, it, like just picking them up brought me back to my childhood when I was playing with the G1 Aerial Bots. They're that size. They seem to be like that, like how like a, like any any third party Legends figure nowadays is what you always imagine they would be. This feels more like the G1 toy yet masterpiece masterpiece style sculpt and articulation there's mm -hmm. something about it it's really really wonderful like they are definitely they have shot up in prominence in terms of you know as compared to new age of magic square and iron factory like zeta just popped up there with the rest of them you know they're not in the bottom lower rungs like mech fans toys and all their subsidiaries you know they're the like i'm never going to get rid of these guys you know, I, people say they love Mech Fans toys and, you know, whatever, student, what all Mech Studios and Papa Poo Poo and Fans Toys Mechs and all the different dumb names that's just Mech Fans toys. People like, oh, they talk about how great the figures are, but they swap them out. I've yet to see anyone say I'm holding on to my Mech Fans toys. They always swap them out. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm done with that game. I don't want to do that. I want the best ones to come out. Or I'll, I'll try a new company, but I'm not just going to buy everything I see just to fill a shelf just to swap them out i don't want to do yep. that <clears throat> so anyway those are great um i got the iron factory cyclonus and it's matt's fault i think i said this I, t I said i ordered him at the last time i was on because of matt's review like everything in matt's review told me that i was it confirmed my decision not to fucking buy the thing um but then when he stood him next to Galvatron and Scourge, I was like, God damn it. Now I got to buy it because mm -hmm. they look good together. You mm -hmm. have to have all three. And Iron Factory, I doubt they're going to make another Cyclonus. So I got him. And here's what it is. You know, he, he looks cool. Um, it's really funny how Iron Factory nowadays really is just shit alt mode. And everyone gives him a pass. But so many times their 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 figures are just garbage alt modes. <laughs> They're so bad, and this is this one, you know, doesn't disappoint. It is just a joke of an alt mode, and the hilarity of it is, their shit alt modes are hard to get to. Like they're really hard to transform. <laughs> <laughs> you would think with a shit alt mode, you could just fucking fold the hands down, the legs up, and say, yeah, that's that's Cyclonus. But it's a pain in the ass, you know, just because of the tolerance stuff. Um, but whatever. Uh, I got the, uh, I finished the New Age Devastator set. Um, you know, that's cool. It is what it is. 
I don't mind the parts forming. I don't mind the fact that three quarters of it is a parts forming action figure. It's fine. I mean, the opposite it, end of this. <laughs> it doesn't. Bo- it doesn't that? bother me because it's a combiner, right? Like if yeah. if if I had to take things apart to make, you know, fucking hook go from uh, crane mode to robot mode. Okay, now I have an issue. But like when you're talking about a combiner, come on, cut it some slack. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. You know, should his eyes been painted, not clear plastic? Yeah. Should he had a little bit more articulation? Yeah. Because there's no excuse. It's not like, well, it's all combining robots and it's limited. It's like, no, no, no. You made an action figure. Like, you made three quarters of it is is the combining piece. So you could have, especially how it's, the, whole, the set's $400. Mm-hmm. So... It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't cheap. You know, give us ratchets everywhere and put the paint on it, you know? And then it would have been really perfect. But it's still good. It's good. I got the first two Magic Square Devastator um, releases. It was Scrapper and what else? Mixmaster, right? Yeah, Mixmaster. And I warned Matt about that trans- those transformations. That Mixmaster was a nightmare to transform. And it wasn't. This is another example um, of what figure did you have, Justin, where the instructions were confusing? It's the deadly, the uh, Perceptor, who's just a fucking box. Yeah. Like, it should not be hard to transform, but I'm like, what the fuck is going on with these instructions? Yeah, these these Magic Square Constructicons were each difficult for me personally, really frustrating to transform because I was using the instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, and it came to the point where I said, fuck this. I'm not getting anywhere with this. So I just put them down and then I figured it out. Turns out the instructions missed a few things and didn't really explain how to do a few things, even though they're kind of showing what you're supposed to do, I guess. It was so it fucked the whole experience up. And it's a prime example of how it shows how important good instructions are. And that's the last chance you as a company have to interface with your customer and make the experience good that's how you take that's how you take a figure that might have been expensive but this customer's been waiting for it and they paid for it that's how you fucking put some freaking you know you, it's it's like you make the best steak in the world and then you put no salt on it when you're serving <laughs> you know like you gotta season the thing up you know so it's like you're you're, you're like they paid the money you, they have the anticipation they're looking forward to it and then you fucking shit in their soup you know, like why would like the instructions should not be treated like an afterthought. Instructions are cheap to do. It's just yeah. Time. It, it, it always gets me. They're like, we're gonna put this on a post-it note size of paper. Like, what the? F-? <laughs> like, yeah. why, why can you not spring for some decent instructions? Like, it doesn't. Everything doesn't have to be black and white and all that shit. Like, let me see all what you have going steps on. Up. There yeah, are no. There are, what's that? What's that, Oscar? All 76 steps of them. Black and white post-it paper. Yeah. <laughs> and flip it to see him transform. Yeah. Just flip through them like a flip book. But, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing to me because what's the excuse? What is your excuse? Is there a defender out there for it, really? Were you going to say it's parts count, cost of materials, the pandemic? What is, it's some idiot sitting there trying to communicate to you on paper how to experience their product. And that is so ex- important when it comes to maintaining your relationship with that customer. And that's your reputation because if somebody doesn't 
take a minute to go, wait a minute. This figure is not bad. The instructions are making this figure bad. My experience right now, my first impression of this figure and therefore my feelings about this company are being affected by these instructions. And yes, there are lots of figures out there that are just bad. But there are lots of there are a lot of times where it's not so bad, but the instructions make it horrible. And then you say this figure sucks. You know? That the, the, the magic square constructicon is a prime example because once I put the instructions down, it took five seconds. And that's when I was like, Oh, it's the fucking instructions. You know, god damn it. Um anyway, what else did I get? I lost my pen. And Pete Thundercracker. I got Masterpiece Thundercracker. Um, I haven't transformed him yet. I don't know what it is with these Takara figures. I just get such anxiety about transforming them. And I'm like, just the thing's still sitting there in the box. And every time I'm like, up, oh, I'm going to take a half an hour to myself and sit down with a spudger and transform this guy. And then I find an excuse not to. You know? But I love Starscream. He's, I love him. I love his presence. I love the Takara Starscream. So I know I'm going to love Thundercracker. I got um, Kang Toys Mini Firmament, and it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous little figure. Again, Kang Toys, they shot up in, you know, in the ranks. They're up there with um, New Age, Magic Square, Iron Factory, Zeta. They're, it's so nice to see five companies all doing, generally speaking, a good job. I mean, you only have one figure from Kang Toys. You only have two figures from Zeta. But at least we know they each have experience creating masterpiece size figures, and it's cool to see that they can scale down to mag to, to legends, but still appreciate the need for paint, you know. And they understand that joints are different, materials are different because of the size, you know. And they mm -hmm. handle the transition. It's cool to see. Um, and even the aerial bots, they have little masterpiece moments. Like when you push the arms into the body to transform, when you, you know, going into plane mode, like they have like little, like their, their chests collapse, like spring loaded. And then they fill out again when you pull the arms out, like little things. It's just, it's cool. Um, I got the three zero Megatron, their, um, the, uh, siege Megatron. Okay. I love, it. I love that figure. I fucking love that figure. I wish RoboSen would do like a. That would be so cool to do like a Megatron. Um, I got the three zero Nemesis Prime. I didn't realize that I got him so soon. I got him like three days ago, and then it was yesterday. Matt posted his, and Matt gets his shit mad early. I'm like, God damn it, this was early. Like, cause I, I've just been so busy. I'm like, I had such bragging rights I missed out on. <laughs> and I got it from BBTS too early. Wow. I was like, that's why I figured, oh, this thing must be, must have been we'll out for fucking six months. From BBTS early. That's yeah, why normally. I thought it was. That's why I thought it was fucking late. I'm like, oh, this thing's must have been out for six months. Because <laughs> it came in BBTS. Yeah. What were you saying, Oscar? No, no, I was just saying. That's awesome. Say it. Say Nothing it. important. Move on. What else? And, and then it turns out I also ordered the. Uh, the three, well, kind of like, I know. I mean, I ordered it because I love the Nemesis one so much, and the I got the I got the three zero regular Prime too, and that came um, yesterday. And then, last but not least, I got the uh, RoboSen auto converting Optimus Prime. <laughs> it's really Oops. expensive, and I gotta tell you, I'm I have to admit, I gotta be honest with myself. It's fun. But you can't keep him on your shelf, and then whenever you feel like it, turn him on, and then 
not in that way. I mean, like just power him up and um, have yeah. him talk to you and do stuff because um, if you power him off in robot mode, all his servers go off and he fucking falls down. <laughs> like he's like oh, I'm dying. Like you can reenact his death every time if you shot him <laughs> off in robot. <laughs> you know he, he dies, so you can't have Optimus off standing on your shelf, which That's I think weird. Is, what kind of yeah. decision is that? I mean, he's he's he's. I don't know. It makes it's weird. You're burning juice. Just have him standing. Yeah, he's I don't balancing agree. with battery power. That's because he was created by Microsoft and Bill Gates, man. Just know the stuff you have to read. Shatter glass blur. <laughs> I mean, and what's cool, it would be awesome to have him just on all day. Maybe I could just keep him plugged in, but I don't want to burn him out. Because I, he stands there, like, after a while, if you don't issue a command, he starts breathing. Like, he's just standing there breathing. <sighs> you know? He moves. He's not transformed. <laughs> Turn Robert, again. Why are you masturbating again? <laughs> I am Optimus Prime. Put away your penis. <laughs> Convert. But, so you have to display him in truck mode. And obviously, unless your shelves are deep as fuck, he's got to be he, sideways in truck mode. You know, you know my problem with that is, like, part of the, the appeal to me for Transformer figures, whether it's third party or mainline from Hasbro, is the fact that you are the one converting them from robot to alt mode. You know, if that's doing that it on its own, it's a good novelty gimmick. It really is. I think it's neat, but it's just that's one reason why it's not for me because it's you're seeing him do this, but you could do that. The very same thing you're seeing him do, you could see it on any television show that's on there or someone with but, a 3D animating program. So it, I don't know, man. You have to be willing to take it to the next level to really make it like to really if if you're only going to have him transform and say a couple of things then i see that and the only really way to justify diving into this figure is to um enjoy the fact that he's actually a fully functioning rc car you know um mm -hmm. like you have to download the app link it to your phone link it to the bot and then you can drive him around you know he turns everything front back turning everything but it's also fully programmable all the servos and audio so you can have him say things you can play music like and you can program any any series of movements at any joint that you want so you can really if you have the time you can delve into this and do some sick stuff with sound effects voices music you know so like he comes with like 26 pre-programmed commands and it, it's mm -hmm. kind of just as an example but um there's like some music from the show. Like different songs from the episodes and sound effects and stuff. And it's just it makes it more enjoyable. And I and I really hope that I can find the time and energy to get into it and program some cool stuff and have Scarlet do it with me. Cause hey, why not? It could be educational, you know. But um can you imagine that? Like that's really kind of using the figure how it was intended how why it was built like that you know it's not supposed to just stand on your shelf he can't just stand on your shelf which is annoying um but anyway if, if the way it is a busy person work is extremely time consuming family's extremely time consuming his office looks like it was you know nagasaki 2.0 you know where his displays are it's just like i have no time so 
by default, unless I find a way to make the time, it is a waste of money for me because I, it's just going to go back in the box, which is what people say. It's a gimmick and it's just going to go back in the box, you know, which is frustrating because it's, it's just I not would love, me, I would love to be delve, to be able to delve into it, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but anyway. yeah, one, one of my problems with that particular, like with that optimist is like, he has that, like that it's that, it's that toy that you had as a kid that, does all these things on its own, but like it doesn't leave any room for like my own imagination basically. And what I, I have it do. And then like that type of thing bores me after a while, you know, like if it, it can only do right. like certain things, like even though it can be programmed and do all these great things, it's like this one, it'd be the type of thing that's like, I look at it, I mess with it for a few weeks and then I probably never go back to it ever again. You know, like that's yeah. the problem with that type of toy for me. So, and then I'm yeah. like, I'm like, tackle on the price like yeah no no so i think yeah yeah that's the thing i'm feeling it now i'm like wow this thing is just going back in a box you know you yeah, it's, with all that effort it's a know. good thing to pop out at a party to show me oh jerk this shit out but it's i don't know the the appeal for me was always that little puzzle factor of getting them from robot to vehicle to all mode or beast mode whatever the case may be so it, it, and and it's not there so you know, it's not for me. If people dig it, that's great, but it's it's just not for me. Well, I wonder how many people are going to be honest with themselves. I can't imagine everybody except me thinks it was like I. The thought of me not buying it, I still feel FOMO. So I'm like, no, no, I'm glad I got it, just because I have to. I felt like I had to. I always imagined having something like this, but put, take that off the table. Objectively speaking, it's like, well, it is just going to go back in a fucking box. Like you know, who else is going to admit that? Because who's got him standing? And if you got him standing, tell me how you did it. Because you, his, once his batteries die, he's not standing anymore. If you let the batteries die, unless they just keep him plugged in or something. I don't know. But yeah, I, that's it's really it. weird because I would feel like they'd have some kind of like encoder that just kind of controls Like it's here or it's there, you know? It like rotates this piece and it stays there until uh, some kind of motor is actually forcing it to move again. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna happen, and it was just like, well, the the servos are, don't lock, you know. And I guess that's how, maybe that helps to prevent breakage, you know. Like all the joints, you can move, and you hear the servos moving, like everything moves. Like if you pick up the truck, and you don't hold it with two hands, like he starts like coming apart. Not apart, but his legs will separate, and his waist will bend. You gotta hold it, you know. But if it's on a flat surface, it's just a truck. You know, he doesn't lock in as a truck. You can't hold him by the cab and he's just sitting there at attention with his legs straight out. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen. His legs go, you know, if he's he's off, you know. So anyway, that's that's it. It was quite the Baldwin drop. You know, I rarely get those, but it's been slowly just coming in every day. And I have no room for anything. That's the joke of it all. You know, I've got the house in Jersey, but I'm just like, am I really going to put my fucking displays everywhere in the house? Like, I only have room for like maybe... Three to five billies, but there's a lot of places where I can do that. So it'd have to be like, oh, here's two billies, here's three billies, here's three, here's two billies, here's five billies. Just every room in the house has a display. I don't want that. <laughs> huh. I don't know what to do. Anyway. Okay. But you get Oscar. You talk too much. Uh, you get Oscar. Fucking jerk. Matthew D. Lugs Baldwin hooked me up with a Retgar. Nipples. So. Very nice studio series figure. Had a lot more fun with him than I thought I would. 
Really? Um, yeah, really fun transformation. Um, I really like the alt mode. I, I think the robot mode was executed perfectly. I'm just reminded of how that atrocious Generation 1 figure looked. <laughs> Jesus, that big-ass head. Um, <laughs> it really reminds me of, like, freaking J.R. Geiger's Aliens design and shit like that. But, um, yeah, so I, I picked that up. You know, Baldwin picked that up for me, sent it over to me. Thank him. I thank you so much, Matthew. I love you, buddy. Um, and then while we were shopping at Walmart the other day, my, you know, I went just to go look to see what they had because they've been, they've had the last wave of Kingdom, not the most recent one with like Shadow Panther and stuff, but they had like the last wave of Kingdom just peg warming, and we found Shadow Panther. My wife picked it up for me. Now I have I have this affinity oh, wow. for the Black Deco of Transformers. This one of my first Beast Wars figures was Shadow Panther, really? um, the Takara line, yeah. Um, and that's not like when I was a kid, I didn't know anything about him when I was a kid. I never bought Beast Wars when I was a kid, um, when I was a teenager anyway, because by then I was too busy hiding my love for action figures from my friends. Cause like, you know, one looked like a nerd. Um, so yeah, I remember I like over 10 years ago, man, I bought them on eBay for like 45 bucks and I was just like, Oh, it was like the Telemoka series or something like that. And I was like, this is fucking dope. Like, I really like this. This is awesome. And, um, it was just a great figure. I ended up selling him a couple of years down the road from there, but I was like, this isn't bad. It's it's a black Cheetor repaint with the mutant mask on. Right. So it still has those awkward shoulders I'm not a fan of, but it I think because it's painted in black with yellow highlights, I think it just works a lot better than it did for Cheetor. Um, he still has those huge fucking calves because the legs fold into the left <laughs> and you know, into the calves, and you get these itty-bitty feet, but I don't know, it's really not that bad. I, I like it. I enjoy it a lot. You know, Beast War fans will probably love it. Um, there's a lot of people like, oh, Cheetor was such a good release, and I'm just like, no, it's kind of a piece of shit. Except this is like, wow, this is kind of the same piece of shit, but he looks good in black, black, you know? <laughs> he's black! But, um, so yeah, so... Yeah, I uh, picked him up also, and then uh, I shipped my I shipped my stash from the Chosen Prime, so it's on its way here this week. Um, so oh, I'll be able to shit. talk about that on the next ship. 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 Yeah. Oh, it said something else. Um, that's so that's on you. its way. Ship my stash. I shit my stash. And um, I shipped my stash after hiding it in jail. Uh, <laughs> and also been working on a Central Barbosa comic for our All Hail Unicron page on Facebook. Some of you notice we renamed it, uh, retitled it. Um, so I'm working on that also. Uh, gotten really good at drawing first aid, apparently. So I'm knocking it out of the park with him every time I put him in a panel. Um, yeah, so that's going to be fun. I love first aid inclusion. So, yep. so did last week you guys mentioned uh, to to send in a voice recording? Should we ask people to do that now rather than wait uh, till correct? The end of the show? You will notice, and I'm not going to repeat the cadence. Uh, shout out to Mr. Fong, um, William with the. Does he have majestic hair? Last time I saw he had cut his hair. I don't know if he still has. It's still majestic, my friend. Okay, sexually majestic. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to him <laughs> and uh, Stacy, uh, I believe, did the female voice, but he submitted some voices and we appreciate that. Um, so you would have heard that in the intro. Uh, yeah. So follow the cadence that they've provided. And I would like to just keep layering more and more and more and more voices right on top. So make it happen, and, people. And, 
every show, whoever sends in a voice clip will shout you out and say that, oh, so-and-so has added their All Hell Unicron. You can hear him play it back. And every week, it'll grow and grow and grow. And let's see how big we can get it. I, I do want it to grow. Um, I will say, uh, I That's don't know what if we'll be doing... Said. I don't know if we'll be doing shout outs to every person because if we do get like a windfall of like 50 people doing it, I'm going to want to be like, all right, Oscar, let's get the list. <laughs> do you understand? You tell them we're going to do it and then you don't do it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, if you want to, you, you know, uh, ask us your questions for, you know, tell us your problems and we can answer your problems in, in the let's fix your life segment. Then, uh, yeah, you know, it's a new segment. We get then you will most advice. definitely get uh, shouted out on the uh, podcast. So, but we will only answer, questions. We will only answer your live question questions if you send a voice clip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, all right. And Oscar will give you a hundred dollars. No, I will not. Good God, no. Just you know, robertgiagani at gmail dot com is the PayPal to request that money from. I'm just so glad you always mispronounce my name, so no one can actually ever find me. Yeah, uh, pretty much that's the point of it. <laughs> that's why I've just you're, yeah. I don't know if you've you haven't been paying attention to the the document, but you go in as uh, uh, Robert D. Sabado Gigante. Uh, what? Where? Yeah. In the uh, every single show note. That's that's. You are it's listed on the, as the end. host. It's very end underneath host. It says Robert Dijuy Sabado Gigante. Sabado Big Saturday. Yes. Yeah. You, don't, you never heard of that show? I have. No. Would have been from New York. I mean, the, it's it was like the mm-hmm. like when I was a kid, man. I'm you know some listeners don't know this. I am Hispanic. Uh, I come from a Cuban household. So every Saturday night, we either went to my aunt's house or they came to our place, our apartment. And we would watch Sabado Gigante, which was the ultimate variety show. Mm-hmm. You had Don Francisco, who was the host. And then um, I forget the name of the guy. It was a guy who would wear like this whole black robe looking like an executioner. And whenever they had like a talent segment, if they sucked, he'd come out. He'd blow his little trumpet. Like, you know, um, get him on there. Like one of the last Halloween parties my mom and dad dragged my sister and I to before they got divorced officially. My dad went as that character, and he got so fucking shit-faced. He was like, bah, 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 then he puked all over the fucking uh, trunk. <laughs> you know, then he, of course, he's a, he's a Santeria priest, so he's just like, I gotta make an offering to appease the gods. I puked in my costume. My mom's like, no, no, do that. You're so fucking wasted, Oscar. I'm named after my dad. <laughs> Speaking of puking. Last last Friday, not this past Friday, but the Friday before that, I had six kids in my car. Was it one, two? Yeah, six kids were in my car. I'm puking right now. We're driving. We're just getting, like, it was like a shit show. It was two schools stopping by to get kids, dropping one of their brothers off at the train station in the opposite direction in the middle of traffic that was slowly becoming terrible because it was getting on 4 o'clock. Finally get on the highway. And it's a parking lot. It's a parking lot for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. We are still, we're only supposed to be about seven minutes out. It's now about 45 minutes out, you know, Thanks. just, and then I hear this. So I'm playing music, you know, and I hear, Azalea's all the way in the last row in the back. And I hear, I feel nauseous. And I lower the radio. I go, did you just say I feel nauseous? And she goes, yup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it no. was. 
the chunkiest, like, high-powered stream of, like, vomit mud gunk. Like, it wasn't a nice watery one. And we're sitting in the left lane of a highway with no shoulder. And I'm just like, all right, kids. Once we get up to a rest stop, do you want to stop and clean up that vomit? You know, it's going to delay us even more. Right now, it's taking three hours to get to where we're going. Do you want to stop? Make it three and a half hours, maybe three hours and 45 minutes. Or do we put some sanitizer on that puke? Someone have perfume? I got perfume. All right, cover it in paper towels and power it through. And the kids are just like, roll down the windows and power it through. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, and then I was fucking around with the kids. When it finally opened up, I started steering like a maniac to get them all freaked out. And then and then I started laughing because they did get freaked out. And it turns out I made all the vomit topple in the back seat. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, all the perfume and hand sanitizer was now under the vomit, not on top of the vomit. You know, you, you know we might as well save the notes for next week because this has got to turn to a major bullshit in session and I got to get up early. But I do have to talk about this. Um, I did watch the new Halloween Kills movie recently oh. um, on the Peacock app. If you download it and sign up for their trial, you can actually watch this brand new film that's in cinemas at home. And holy shit, dude, I have never and I made a Facebook post and I stick to my guns. I haven't yelled at my television since I was like nine years old. Like, even when I got frustrated with games, I get pissed. I just stop playing it, walk away. That's it. I don't throw controllers, none of that shit. But this movie literally had me going, What are you doing? Don't go in the house. <laughs> what are you? Why? Now you're in the house. And, I, and I'm going to fucking spoil it for you. Laurie Strode's daughter gets killed at the end. But it's like she's up there because she thought she saw, she thought she saw baby Michael Myers. When Michael Myers as a kid in his little clown outfit from the first Halloween movie back when 79, the year was born. Freaking, like, she's up there and he just appears behind her, stabs the shit out of her. I'm like, well, that, that's what that's what you get, bitch. You should have stayed downstairs, Joe dumbass, trying to solve crimes and shit. The fuck is wrong with you? You know, and there's like a lot of bad decisions made in this film by the characters. It's not bad writing. I had a blast watching this fucking movie. The kills were fucking brutal. I'm a, I'm I love my horror movie slashers. I mean, but holy shit, man! Again, spoilers. Tommy Doyle gets like half a Haddonfield fucking slaughtered near the end after the whole mob beats the dog shit out of freaking Michael Myers. He like comes back and he kills like fucking thirteen more people. Wow. I'm looking forward to the dead meat episode kill count on this film. That's for that's for fucking sure. So, yeah, it's it's really good. Check it out. It is Halloween spooky season. I thought for shits and giggles, I would read a letter that Albert Fish wrote to his victims' parents, but that that's really inappropriate. So I'm not going to read that. But uh, yeah, you know, um, it, it is it is spooky season. Hell, next by the time this airs, some of y'all will be at TFCon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did get a whole shitload of um, animatronics for the uh, for the house. Like, there's yeah, everywhere now. I saw them. That's cool. What, honey? What is that? You have have you seen that Facebook post of the guy who went overboard with his Halloween decorations where it looks like a fucking straight-up crime scene, Justin? Uh, if we're talking about Roberts, yes. But other than that, no. I don't. You, I'm have. talking about the guy who, like, has these dummies laid out in his front lawn looking like they just, like... One guy, look, his head exploded. Like, the cops came in because people were, like, saying, 
like the first person thought it was an actual like crime scene. He's like, oh my god, these people are dead. It's just Halloween decorations. No one out here does it that big. That's for fucking sure. I got a big gorilla suit for Halloween, like a full head to toe gorilla suit. Spirit of Halloween. If you go there early, they got so much stuff. (laughs) I know. I I never go there early. I usually go there like two days before Halloween, where I'm like, I guess I'm going as a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) Not not the actual fun one. They're just selling toilet paper, calling it the mummy costume. yeah, I still got to put more shit up, but I think it's going to freak my mother-in-law out. Like I got, like, from uh, Lowe's, they had the, the life-size witch that, like, cackles at you and talks shit to you. Like, is that a mask? <laughs> like, her mouth moves and shit. But um, I got fucking, some fun stuff. Fucking Facebook is integrated with TikTok or Instagram that where people are ripping TikTok videos and uploading it to their Instagram. And I saw one where, like, some kid was looking at a witch decoration that stands up. Yeah. To laugh. And this kid, like, wailed on it, straight up bodied that fucking. <laughs> it's probably the same one that Lowe's sell. They, they, they've, they've had it for years now. It's like five and a half feet tall. <laughs> it's like a witch, and she's fully clothed. And she, like, talks shit to you and cackles. I love it. I think it's probably the same one. Like, you just want to punch her in the face. <laughs> so, any, did you have to speak? I know you wanted to just do the note. You, you wanted to save the. Anybody, but just uh, when it comes to official, did anybody fund the uh, Star Saber? Nope. Uh, I thought about it. I backed out at the last second. You know, Matt did. Matt most definitely did. Oh, yeah. Matt definitely did. I'll talk to him. Hell yeah, I did it, man. Roll Tide. I backed it twice to make sure that it made stretch goals. I'm getting six of them sent to me, man. So it did make all the stretch goals, I believe. Like all three tiers or whatever. Yeah, but the stretch goals, I don't understand. Now they're just calling accessories stretch goals. Yeah, I know. They're, they're, they're all stuff that I'm sure was going to be there anyway. You it's, know? I mean, it's I like, I hope the people that, that you know, backed it get a great executed figure out of it. Because those Sentinels that a lot of people have been getting got, like, really bad floppy knees. Like, the thing won't stand up on its own. Yeah. You know, um, there was a run. There was a. You have a fear, I guess, when you combine um, when you combine Victory Saber and Victory Leo or whatever Star Saber and Victory Leo. um, That's that would be my fear of like the knees and things like that. But like, yeah, like I I think that you probably don't have too much to worry about with Transformer. I mean, they could always, I guess, not put ratchets and stuff in, and then you have everything to worry about. But uh, yeah. You're not getting a big figure though. It's not big, right? It's just yeah. Only only really when combined is it kind of a bit big, you know. So, but it's really just kind of obscure for us. And it's like it's you. This thing did belongs on in retail. Like yeah. this is a retail release. And like the fact that they're just they just released the accessories as as like stretch goals. It means they know it's just retail. Like they there is no fucking stretch goal to release with the goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta one. agree with that, man. I think that was kind of bullshit for stretch goals to be blast effects and mini cons and shit like that when you could have maybe aimed and added something else on there you know yeah all, all uh, those stretch goals end up being are there like stuff that like first off cost them like nothing to make yeah right. like yeah 
Stretch goal, a stretch goal would have been something like, okay, if we're selling this many units, we're adding paint apps. Yeah, exactly. That's a good stretch goal. Yeah. Yeah. Make it more premium. Yeah. Not, not be like, Hey, if uh, we make this, we will ungate that uh, shield from the the mold. You know, like, come on. (laughs) That was kind of shitty. It's like, oh, so you're this one of the stress goals is an accessory that came with the original G1 figure. That. (laughs) Wow, that's fucked up. Stretch goal one is he comes he comes in a clamshell now. He's gonna have two. a box. We bubble wrap it. <laughs> Stretch goal three. We use the old cardboard twist ties on it. Eh? <laughs> yeah, like in the early two thousands, you guys. You guys like that when you're classics? Eh? Yeah. It it just it seemed kind of shitty. It's like you're you gotta go get a burger. You order a burger, but if you if you want buns, you gotta you gotta pay an extra two bucks. Yeah. God help you if you want pickles, that's another two dollars, you know. Then you're like, oh, I just paid ten bucks for this burger. It's so good, you know. Meanwhile, someone's like, well, I I just got this McDonald's. It cost me ninety nine cents. Yeah, it's fucking yummy. It figure look. The fact is, it's just you can tell. They didn't produce it for retail because maybe they weren't sure if it would sell at retail. Yeah, you and, know. And I think doing it as a HasLab thing was a hundred percent. It made sense. Like, like a hundred percent, I would do that too with a character that you're not sure you're going to be able to sell, right? But, you know, like the fact that your stretch goals are just stupid, lame stuff. You know, like yeah, I don't know. That w- that was that was how, something. How, so how much is it? I don't remember. 179 bucks. That's crazy, yeah. guys. It's it's still a chug, you know. Not as an insult, it. But would you classify it as? It's got to be considered chug. Yeah, I think so. 179 fucking dollars. Look, I understand you're getting a two foot tall sentinel, or a fucking huge Galactus, you know, or a fucking barge, you know. I mean, but. A chug? Like just a two combining chug? It's if you notice, there, there has been kind of a, like a decline on the size of these HasLab um, products. The barge was huge. You know, uh, the Sentinel was huge. Unicron was huge. And I was like, well, here's the newest one. It's a little smaller. You know? Um, the, yeah. Hi, yeah, guys. I guess the, the question is, the like, tears. for... for when it comes to uh you know transformers like what stuff would you could you see them doing something like this you know like i feel like these cra- these these releases you don't know if they're going to sell are perfect you know like so i don't i can't fault them on the size but i definitely can say that like 179 for two figures that are questionable quality you know i mean like you can see the stuff you can you can see like uh y- like that the the victory saber has like the arms fold in on the small jet mode you know like i'm like what is that like why didn't you cover that like for 179 you couldn't put a a a cover on there there's something you could do as a a stretch goal for extra money Uh, we will include extra pieces you know we'll make this overall more expensive character to a good idea for me for a stretch goal especially for stars here would be like get a little figurine of the kid from the tv show that was always like his best buddy you know, I forgot his like, name, but like include him. Fuck with those mini cons. Mm-hmm. Include the I mean, little look, kid. So that way you're 
yeah. properly representing its origin, you know, it, its origin material. And and you could give respect to the fans that watch that show and love that show. I never watched Transformers Victory. You know, I, I was aware of it because of Star Saber because he looked amazing. But, I, you know, the few clips I've seen, there's that little dude. Like, have him be like a little little plus. Like, hey, you get a figurine of the of the kids. Maybe you know? some type of art, you know, hang on your yeah. wall. Something nice good, little something school, signed. Wall scroll or something like that yeah. that'll look fucking amazing. Like, do that. Don't don't fucking put blast effects. You know, like if it did like <laughs> blast if it didn't make the just blast been included. They shouldn't have been stretch <coughs> like the way the Not way that you could you could still use like the omega supreme blast effects right. and like and, skylink and blast thing. effects omega on supreme it. and stuff come with blast effects you didn't have yeah. to you know they didn't have to have so many sold like come on like come on i don't know i mean 180 dollars, and i'm looking at takara starscream 3.0 and that's 250 well why would for 70 dollars more you're getting a true masterpiece that'll Never be defeated on the shelf. I mean, if you're in on the, you know, I don't know, the, the deformation space, people love it. But personally, this thing is gorgeous. It screams Starscream. It just, he is so much presence. So 70 bucks more, you get that versus just a chug, a FOMO chug. That These are Two like chugs. FOMO. These are Two FOMO chugs. For chugs. They are right, FOMO, but this, definitely. Just like Unicron, that was a FOMO chug. That's what that is. Buy it because we're never making another one, mm-hmm. you know? I, and I'll bet you they might they might do that with the Star Saber. Watch. People are going to flip the Star Saber for like three, six hundred bucks. And, and that's the reason why a lot of these things got backed in the first fucking But first here's place. the thing, though. You can have confidence that they'll never bother to redo Unicron because it's so big. And yeah, it's Star yeah. Saber, you can't have that guarantee for. You can redo Star Saber, Star Saber at retail. If they see they could sell it, they can release him. Yeah. You know? And he'll come with all the. Um, stretch goal accessories in his package with his cardboard yep. fiber mm-hmm. twist ties. Yeah, they'll they'll just make it like a BBTS exclusive or some shit like that. Like that's all they'll yep. do. Or Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Or it'll be like Target. Nemesis Star Saber. Or and... Target and Walmart. They might. Just oh yeah. Target and yeah. Walmart. You know, with those uh, with those uh, what you call it, Oscars. The uh, I forget what they were. Uh, Shattered glass. Yeah, they and they had like those robot masters, which came like they had the shadow versions of them and stuff back in the day. Yep. Like, yeah, hundred percent, they could just go ahead and make a shadow uh, victory saber, you know? Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like you're you're right, Robert. Like Unicron's not something that they Excuse could me. easily just produce and be like, yep, you know, we we're gonna make more of them, like. I mean, they could, you know, they've got the mold and they could re-release it for a limited time and all that stuff, a reissue, you know, because that's not out of the question. But uh, I, I definitely would say it's definitely more, a bigger risk. Yeah, I think you're definitely more likely to see um, this type of thing happen for Victory Saber later on down the road. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't make any promises, did they? Yeah, probably not. No, I don't remember them saying it's like HasLab excuse has a you know has has Bro Pulse whatever exclusive, you know one time only limited run. Mm-hmm. This RoboSend Prime says you know limited run, you know like it's numbered, but I I don't even believe that. No, why would, all why I gotta do they? is be like we would like to license a thousand more or something like that. We're doing a white one now, yeah, and then a black one, and then a camo one, and a bape one, you know. Is the bape the camo? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Yeah, could do all that. A dead one. You know, like if they're gonna do that, 
They're like the only only and and I think we've seen this happen before. You know where? Uh, yeah, we've seen it with like Ultra Magnus and Skywarp way back in the day when like they came out as this like two pack, this Walmart exclusive two pack, and then they're like. You know, people got up in arms about that when they're like, well, it is still exclusive because this one has a slightly different deco or something like that. It was uh, not, I'm sorry, it wasn't the Skywarp. It was the Coneheads, I think, the uh, TFCC Coneheads. And people were, you know, they're like, they're exclu- con- convention exclusives. And then, like, they came out in, like, Generations or some shit like that. And people were like, well, <laughs> what the fuck? And they're like, nope, it's got a different paint app. You know, like, it's no longer... It's not the limited one. That is still limited. It's like, come on. You yeah. know, like, you knew what you did there. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah. I'm definitely not getting this thing. Um, where did Oscar go? He's sleeping. I think he fell asleep. I don't know. Oscar? Oscorn? Oscorn? I don't know where he went. So... Oh, well. yep. I haven't shaved since Friday. Lisa wants me to wear a mustache. She wants me to grow a mustache. I look, I look like Dr. Phil with hair. But Scarlett vehemently does not want me to grow a mustache. Yeah. I really hope listeners fucking send in their voice clips. They can. That. They should. Because it's going to be really something special if they do that. Like really. I mean, really. we can't do it. No. If we do it, it's like liking your own post. Mm-hmm. No, we can't do that. You know? No. I won't do it. They better do it. I'm going to go hunt them down. I'm going to go fly down to uh, Florida and give Willie a kiss. I heard he's um, helping Brian Laundry hide out. Yeah. Are you following the Brian Laundry scandal? No, I don't. I am not. Do you know what it is? Nope. Gabrielle Petito? Gabby Petito? You haven't heard about this? Wait, I think I have. I think I have. Brian Laundrie's the fiance that yeah, okay, all right, yes, 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 yes. His parents like covered for him. Here's the thing: like she's missing. He comes back to Florida to his parents, and they have several days together. They they do like some camping. They Mm -hmm. come back. Her mom's calling his mom. Like you know, we can't find Gabby. Where's Gabby? They're not returning her calls. And then when she's finally reported missing and the cops show up at his door, they they already have a lawyer reta- retained. Right there tells you the parents know that they, he did something that required the retention of an attorney. Mm-hmm. You know? Hold on. Yes, Azalea. Yeah, yeah. Here, right. Say, say all hail Unicron. Say it. Now you're shy? Huh. You want to talk? Okay, what? You're going to interrupt, but you want to talk. You have markers in your school bag. Yes, you do. I'm in the middle of a show. Yes. Can I please go back to the show? Thank you. Come again. So this new cat has very long hair. Turns out, um, unlike the bear and the rabbit in the woods, she does have a problem with shit sticking to her fur. And it's a nightmare because she drops shit bombs around the house. I thought she was pooping in the house. Turns out they're just getting stuck to her fur and they're dropping randomly. Everyone in this house is stepped in stinking, sticky cat shit. (laughs) 
just the other day azalea was playing with some legos and then she held her hand up and she had like a webbing of cat crap between her fingers oh man she was like screaming i don't have any honey ask scarlet i'm doing a show i don't know i am sure i don't know check your art bins Uh, okay sorry man that was a big dump it was so do you know where uh brian laundry is who you too you don't know who brian laundry is i i I don't recognize his name but i knew i knew the uh the chick's name so we've been watching that that stuff going on gabby petito her and brian laundry were camping van life Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, the the poor white girl that disappeared and everyone's worried about her, even though there's he's other people. My, dis- he's in my backyard. No. no I should say that. Yeah. I just can't wait till they find a dog. The bounty hunter went to his house. <laughs> that was funny. For for the, for those not in a know, um, dog the bounty hunter, especially you youngins out there. <laughs> is a popular bounty hunter that he had a, his own reality show on TV back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess the uh, Ozzy Osbourne sounding guy did his theme song and shit. And, you know, he it, it showed the part of Hawaii I always knew existed, but I never saw it. You know, the drug addled, like meth is a big problem out there in Hawaii. Um, you know, a lot of people need help and stuff. And he would... He hunts down these people that jump bail and, you know, gets his money back. And he's always like, oh, what's up, brother? And then uh, he was really super popular, you know, especially his wife, Beth, who was like this voluptuous woman with like, let's face facts, your massive breasts. Um, He got into some controversy twice. He was in the news. Once was when he went to Mexico to apprehend a fugitive who escaped over to Mexico. Um, He ended up catching a guy, but then he got caught by Mexican authorities. Big to do. Big big to-do ordeal there. And then the one that kind of killed his career was when he went on, like, this racist rant with his son over the phone because he was going out with a young black woman. I thought it was Hulk Hogan. No, that, that too. That's just he, the, the Hulk Hogan ordeal was he didn't want his daughter dating a black man mm-hmm. for the reasons, uh. and he said the words. But, like, Dog the Bounty Hunter was like, oh, we don't want Ern in this house. Duh. You know what I mean, son? It's just blah, blah. So that kind of killed his career. So he just kept doing the, you know, I think Beth had passed away from cancer. Um, so he was distraught there, and the internet kind of gave him a break from that. And then next thing you know, um, this, you know, what, what's her name again that disappeared? Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito disappeared. And he joined the hunt to hunt this guy down. And they showed footage of him over at the guy's house. Knocking on the door. At the guy's parents' house, knocking on the door like crazy with all the cameras there watching him. It, it was That's so fucking, so much spectacle. It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> if he had any intent on really finding her, he would not have had all the, made sure the cameras were there to watch him fucking pound on the door and be like, hey, I'm looking for your son, brother. But, um... <laughs> You know, I, I remember I used to watch the show, right? And I thought it was so cool because this guy like looks like a retired former pro wrestler. Shout out to the Rock and Wrestling. I love that that Facebook group. You know, Chris Pinkerton, Jose Diaz, all of them. Uh, but like, he looked like a retired wrestler, and his kids were like, you know, straight up little badasses. They, you know, um, 
Then I watched one episode where Beth took him to go see a UFC fight in Hawaii. And, like, she's all like, yeah, get him, kick his ass, kick his ass. And he's sitting there going, ah, it's disgusting, you know. And then they had that moment where she's like, what's wrong, baby? Why don't you like He's like, ah, Beth, it hurts my spirit to watch <laughs> stuff like that. And I was like, what a load of shit. <laughs> Holy crap. He's man. a bounty hunter. <laughs> little, little, little pop culture lesson there for you guys about Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> I don't think Ozzy Osbourne did his intro. I want to say he did, but I don't think he did. But yeah, he he got a reputation. He's got this monstrous mullet. He's fucking um, Bluetooth <laughs> head uh, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> keeps them on. He looks badass. He takes them off. He's got like fucking really bad crow's feet because he lives in fucking Hawaii. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks thirsty. Yeah, like, you look at him, I'll be like, would you like some water, sir? Yeah, brother. Or some moisturizer. When you were a kid, did you sit there and tell yourself, Mr. Bounty Hunter, that when you grow up, you want your face to look like a leather couch? Or was that just too much exposure from the sun? I mean, and the thing was, like, like the the episodes were were formulated like this. Um, Okay, we got a runner. Here's why this guy didn't make bail. This is why we bailed, you know, this is why he was arrested. We bailed him out. He owes us X amount of money. And we need to turn him in so we can get that money back. Um, they find him or her. They arrest him or her. They sit him in the back of his like suburban SUV. And he offers them a, he offers the girl, guy a girl a cigarette. They talk about God. You know, he's gotta get right with Jesus, brother, you know. And I, I'm not saying Dog had it easy. Like, you know, Dog killed a guy, went to jail, did his time for it, you know? Um, so talk about, you know, religion and shit. And then he drops him off to the police station to get his fucking cash. So, you know, um, it's 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 a crazy fucking life. Like some of my wrestling fellow wrestling fans will know about the, the infamous slap hurt around the world. It's when a reporter went to a WWE wrestler is like, yeah, you know, is this is this fake? Is this fake? And he like slapped them not one. The wrestler slapped the reporter not once but twice. Um, made him crawl away. Big ordeal. Vince McMahon fired this guy uh, when he came back from Japan, and you know, um, this same guy became a fucking bounty hunter. You know, he's a pretty yeah. good bounty hunter back in those fucking days. He ended up retiring because he did so well because of it. Um, but it's just. It, I don't know, man. Like to 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 see Dog the Bounty Hunter get involved in this, it it seems like a last grasp at fame, and that's the way we all look at it because he was a figurehead on television. You know what I mean? He was big enough to get South Park to parody him. It's pretty big. Yeah, I to to be better. Bounty Hunter, Hall Pass Monitor, or some shit like that was the song. But yeah, you know it's. It, it, it's just weird, man. It's it's like now it's one reason why I don't watch professional wrestling nowadays because guys like The Rock or Steve Austin come out and it's like you know re- hey guys remember me I was I was popular now so I was you guys were babies you cheered for me cheer for me now you're older now What's you The Rock doing coming out anymore he's so famous on all kinds of other things like don't waste your time or body on <laughs> wrestling yeah. anymore. So, you know, so, yeah, that's, it's, to hear about that case, about that girl disappearing, and, and all it does is nothing more than fuel 
for shows like 20 minute 2020 or you know dateline to do specials on them and you know it, i i'm i'm such i'm such a true crime i'm still fanatic. rooting i'm still rooting for dog to catch him before the cops do though I hope he does. I hope he does it in a in a manner that's not so spectacular. It's not a spectacle. That the only footage you see of dog is like him walking a guy into a police station. You know, hey brother, I got this guy right here. I'll tell you what though. There's like while everybody was searching the Carlton Reserve, that big, huge, you know, like swamp, like national park. Um, you know, at one point. This guy, um, Laundry's Instagram account went live at one point since he escaped, since he like went on the lam. And um, it was just a few seconds of you see the he's he's in a boat and you see the water and then it shuts off. Like you see it's from basically seeing from the inside of a boat towards the water and then it cuts out. So he was in a boat, some type of small boat, maybe a rowboat in the water, not in a swamp. And. Like, not that long after that, Dog said that he thinks Brian Laundrie's actually in this uh, big, huge, sprawling campground that's on little islands. And that you get to the islands by canoe or boat, you know? And that's where he's searching. And just yesterday, he found, like, a primitive campsite on one of the islands. So, like, he might find him. He (laughs) He stands there. He he waves all three feet of his mullet hair out of his (laughs) face. He's like, I found it, brother. This is it. I'm on the hunt now. We got him, brother. You know. Then a black guy walks by. Yeah, I didn't mean that stuff. You know, <laughs> I didn't mean any word, anything. We're cool, right, brother? Yeah, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. But it just, I, I just, and, and proof, like what you just said right now. Dog, dog said, I found a primitive campsite. It's like, dude, you're making this a spectacle. Focus on catching this guy. And I, and I don't mean to upset anyone. Because you know what? That's someone's daughter. You know, Justin and Robert both have little girls. And I'm sure you guys would want all the attention in the world to help you find them if, God forbid, something like that happens. Yeah, they're just lucky they're getting the attention, you know? Yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, you know, part of me is like, I hope they find her. But my cynical side is like, yeah, you know what? But there are a lot of other missing people in this country that aren't getting nowhere near as much airtime as this attractive young lady. I mean, I guess the reason she got the attention was because I don't I I don't know. I never looked up van life, but apparently they were like some type of influencers or something. So, like, it was noticed. You know what I mean? It wasn't just something local. That's what I think. I don't believe it. I mean, I know that they were, but I don't think that's the only real reason why. If that, you know, that's just another reason. It's just another way that we can spotlight on influencer lifestyles. It gives them negative attention because now people are like, "Oh, van life," so they're going to look at that, ha- look up that hashtag on Google or on Instagram, and yeah. some of these people then barely got any hits or now getting all the hits because they're living a hashtag van life, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, yeah, look at this. Wow, oh, they're living. They're so free spirited. It's like, yeah, but look at the dark side of it. Yep. Sometimes it doesn't fucking work out. This is how Halloween is coming up, so we might as well talk about grungy shit like this, like the gray man of New York, Albert Fish. Google him. Get grossed out big time. The fish man. You know who I'm talking about, Robert? No. Oh, boy. I don't know it either, but now I'm interested. Yeah, look it up. I mean, you guys are parents. I I would not want want anyone to go through what the parents of the – because this guy was pretty fucking brutal with kids. Um, he was a masochist. He was, you know, um, 
he's up there with guys like Andrei Chikatilo, who was a, a notorious serial killer in Russia back when Russia believed that they didn't have serial killers that because Russians weren't built that way. This guy fucking killed like over 80 children, ate some of them. Um, Ghoul Albert Fish letter. And you'll probably read the most disturbing thing in the world. This guy literally wrote to the family of the girl, young girl. He, long story short, he goes to his house because he's looking for a painter, right? Um, his intention is to hire this family's son. But then he met the little girl and he was like taken away by her. He was like, oh, she's so beautiful. Bah, 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 bah. Convinces the parents to let him take the little girl with him to um, a birthday party. For one of his grandchildren, as he said. So, you know, the family look at this kindly old man and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, he's like 100. What the fuck? We got it. You know, this is like, I want to say 1920s, 1930s New York, right? Leads were her, leads her to a house, kills her, cuts her up, and eats her over the course of nine days. Jesus. Writes the family a letter describing everything he did. Wow. You know, um, for our listeners, this is some of the stuff I listen to. I love my true crime podcasts, you know. Um, I just got done listening to the Casey Anthony story from a podcast called Necronomapod, where this right here in Florida. Are you familiar with Casey Anthony, Robert? Yep. No, no I'm not. Justin is. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the girl who got acquitted for murdering her child because she looks good in front of a camera is what a lot of people were saying. Um. That's, it, it, it's up there, man. So I'm, I'm waiting for the specials on this young lady as we circle back to that topic uh, to describe what happened if they catch this guy even because, you know, clearly he's guilty of something because he's fucking running like no one's business. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part about stories like this is when they get caught, they're like, yeah, but I, I didn't do it. Yeah, but you ran for like three months. Yeah, but I didn't do it, man. I didn't do anything. You know, she's somewhere. Whatever. All right. Yeah, that's always, crazy, that's always the crazy thing. It's like, and when, especially when you can't turn up evidence, like so we can't convict him, but he he was most definitely running forever because he wasn't guilty, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, look right. at O.J. Simpson. Yeah, you know that was proof that celebrity status can help get you off. Yeah, <sighs> I gotta go to bed. No, you don't. You will stay awake and you will like it. Yeah, we're going to actually talk about Transformers because you mentioned Star Saber. There's another thing that caught my eye on this was the Yolo Park Optimus model kit. This is a pretty extensive looking model kit, that's for sure. Yolo Park is a, a licensed thing, right? Like, this is not a third party company. I can't even keep third party companies and official licensees. Like straight anymore, like <laughs> like is this is this legit or is it not? I I don't know. I think it's legit. Look at those trays. Like if you thought that flame toys was obnoxious, these trays look absurd. Now, I don't I don't think that this is its packaging, but holy crap, man! Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Why well, is not that bad? I've seen worse with Gundam sets, but that's up there. That's a lot. But he's not that big, I guess, huh? I'm not sure. Oh, he's not that big. That leg looks huge on the the video playing showing your articulation. Interesting. 
So you'd have to paint them yourself. This is for serious Gundam kit builders who like paint their shit. Like yeah, it would kind of yeah, yeah, that would kind of suck to just have them gray. That's a lot of work. I never got into that. You know, just because the work involved, it, mm-hmm. having everything, keeping it organized, and and yeah. it's off the sprue. Like I don't even know what you do at that point. You're all your shits off the sprues. You can't even follow the instructions now. You know? Yep. That looks pretty cool, though. It does. It looks really hyper-detailed. It's like he jumped off the screen. Wow. All those little bits. I mean, you know, I'm sure if you're able to put it together, get it all painted up really nicely, like, it's probably super impressive. But, like, there is probably no amount of my personal <laughs> owning this thing that someone's like someone walk in the house and be like wow that's awesome like for me it'd be like wow that's uh that's special you know like <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like uh uh you know telling a a uh, uh someone like like a little kid like great job on that one buddy you know like <laughs> we'll just hang yeah, this but... on the refrigerator yeah. Thanks. It took forty hours to build. Look, look <laughs> when you move his feet, his vents shift. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. But man, just put it together, paint it, sell it to me. Don't don't make me do the work. <laughs> That's the problem. It's like, it's like, you know, it took it. me like ninety hours to do, man. And my wife walked out on me. I now have to pay her twelve hundred dollar alimony payments every week. But <sighs> looks fucking boss I mean, on look. the coffee table. You know, you, you, it should be colored plastic and obviously because for the collector who doesn't customize doesn't paint you should sell it as colored plastic because then look the people who will paint it they're going to paint it anyway yeah you know so this you're basically making mo- I, don't, I would say more than more people the majority of people do not paint their figures they don't have the skill or the wherewithal so most of these units are just going to be brown and gray on the shelves. There's no okay, so these could, parts are going to be colored. No, these aren't going to be colored. Because if you, I, I don't think so. I mean, I guess there's the chance it is. I'm just assuming it based on these sprues, you know. According to the writing on the, on this article on, on TFW, it says this is just a sample, so the parts are not colored yet. But other Pal- Palamo kits from Yolo Park have featured colored pieces. Well, that'd, that'd be good. Their Facebook pre-orders for this model kit should start soon, but it's licensed only for Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam. Wow, Southeast Asian uh, exclusivity. Well, that's cool if it's colored. That is good. Man, but we're big dumb time. Americans, so we wouldn't be able to know. We wouldn't know what to do with this. Big dumb American. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> you have buffet. You buy Chinese food made by Mexican. How much is this? I don't know the price point. Yeah. It's a nightmare to put together. All right. Man, I want to go to bed. I don't feel good. All right. So we'll call it because, you know, Robert's, Robert's not feeling too good. No. Um, sorry for the true crime rant. It's just, you know, that's just another side of me that a lot of people aren't aware of. I love listening to true crime stories and especially the YouTubers that make 40-minute essays on a guy who killed two people, and they're like, he's the most prolific killer ever in mankind's history. Uh, he killed two people in a bar in Texas in <laughs> December. 
I wish I had time but, for more podcasts. I'd listen to all that stuff too. So. Yeah. Um, I, I get lucky. My job, you know, at my job, I could put my Bluetooth headset on and play them and listen to them as I actually do my work. Um, while you guys get to work from home sometimes. But you know, I, I can't listen to people talking while I'm typing, like some typing letters. Mm-hmm. And I'll just type what they're saying in my ears. <laughs> like I just can't do that. <laughs> well, like my Bluetooth headset hangs over my neck and it has like a, the earpieces come out. They're like on a retractable thing. So I listen to it through the speakers on the, the actual earpiece that hangs around my neck. So even now when I'm home and my wife's talking to me, I force a habit. I'm like jamming my thumb in my neck because that's where the play button normally is. <laughs> but um, first off, while we show and when we end this show, I want to give a special shout out to our good friend Eddie Dustmites for providing the beats for the theme song. Mm-hmm. Be sure to check out our friends over at Realm of Collectors on Facebook. Some of them actually listen to us. Thank you, Brian Brink, because I still listen. Yeah, but you didn't um, submit an intro thing like I asked. So yeah, you Brian, you fucking genius, handsome <laughs> devil, you. You're almost as smart as Justin. Now you just lost more points. So. <laughs> You're as smart as Robert, but still smarter than me. Which yeah, according to my interest. wife is not that hard to pull. Um, yes, check them out at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash realm of collectors. You know, uh, I love their no beef uh, arena there. They always chill everyone the fuck out. And everyone who followed us from Shattercast Uncut, we are grateful to each and every one of you for joining us on this amazing journey. Especially rebranding can be really hard. Um we also want to tell you guys, please email your questions, email your submissions. You know, you have a record function on your phone to hail Unicron cast. That's H-A-I-L-U-N-I-C-R-O-N-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. If you don't All know right, how to spell Unicron, you're a say, bad Transformer fan. Say what? If you don't know how to spell Unicron, you're a bad Transformer fan. Yeah, you're not a Hail Unicorn cast. Hail Unicorns. I love Unicorns. It's like every time Robert writes thanks on his fucking cell phone, thanks to me, it says it, it spells out Thanos, not thanks. Um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, email us your questions, seriously. Like, and your if, life's if, problems, we'll, we'll answer. And your seriously. life's problems, man. You got a coworker you really fucking hate and you really want to know you're talking shit about him, email us. We'll keep your name out of it, you know, for a price. Yep. Um, What's if it you again? like, uh, if you like when we cast. go off tangents... Ask us your life problems, because I guarantee you that's going to give tangents. Well, you know, back in the day when I was working at so-and-so place, you know, <laughs> that will give you the tangents. So come on, ask, ask questions. Us, ask us about things. at gmail.com. That's right. Ask us anything, seriously, you know. Ask Justin about the numerous sexual partners he had before he decided to settle down with his lovely wife he has now. Exactly. Because Justin was a man whore and a half. Crazy. <laughs> he once told me this story. He was at this bar, and there was this save, lady who save bought for him a another drink. It's another episode. No, 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 we got to the story. Back. It's we got to tease just... them with the story, and then <laughs> it's not going to end with the the way you did that one blonde chick in the back behind the Outback Steakhouse by the grease dumpster. All right, this is a different one. <laughs> so this girl buys him a drink. He looks at her. He runs his hands through his hair and his goatee, and he just goes, "Let's fuck." <laughs> and boom true. that's his first wife I mean it's just amazing how this all works out for him so <laughs> and then there's Robert's stories when he meets women at a bar he told me this one time he went. He was in Brooklyn he went to this little cafe and this lovely young lady winked at him so he approached her and he goes what's that a latte she was like yeah I was like I want to shove that up my ass 
right up there. I'll, I'll bend over, uh, you know, and then shove it up my ass upside down while it's full of coffee. And then I'll stand up, and then the coffee will fall out my ass and look like I'm shitting all over the floor. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Objection sustained. I believe this story now. So. <laughs> it's true. And then, boom, that's how we met Lisa. So, yep. <laughs> this is fucking horrible. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so hit us up. We hope to hear hear from you guys some more in, uh, stuff for our intros. I might submit some stuff for the intros because I will not be uh, outvoiced by the talented William Fong, king of hairstyles. So until then, uh, be good to yourselves, each other. Stay reformatted and have a wonderful day. Somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. Not here. We're bringing that shit over here. Thanks for listening.